Hey Pete, just getting things finished up. We're starting in a minute. Welcome. Welcome, Cam. Starting in a minute. I'm going to kick off the music right now. Nope. Wrong song. Thank you. 
Welcome, everyone. I want to welcome you all to the Stoner Sunday service. It's been a couple weeks we've been off due to some technical issues a few weeks ago and then a trip to visit my son in Alaska, which was actually quite amazing. Um, I'm Pastor Pothead. I'm a fully ordained Christian pastor. Modernation is held through the International Council of Community Churches, where they view me as a chaplain. This is an open service. Everyone is welcome. And as I promise every week, our services last no more than 30 minutes. Uh, let us pray. Father, we come before you today with humble hearts. We praise you for your goodness and mercy. We thank you for the many blessings in our lives. And we ask you for your guidance and wisdom as we go through this church service. Help us to open our hearts and minds to hear from you. So today, the sermon's going to be slightly different, just not as different as I hope. But as we try and get our hearts and our minds together before I do the reading, I have another song for us to play. This is Talking to Jesus by Brandon Lake and Thomas Rhett.
Thank you. And our readings today, we have two of them. One comes from John 1 and the other from 1 Kings. We start with 1 Kings 19, 11 to 13. Then he was told, go stand on the mountain at attention before God. God will pass by. A hurricane ripped through the mountains and shattered the rocks before God, but God wasn't to be found in the wind. After the wind, an earthquake, but God wasn't in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, fire, but God wasn't in the fire. And after the fire, fire, a gentle and quiet whisper. When Elijah heard the quiet voice, he muffled his face with his great cloak and went to the mouth of the cave and stood there. A quiet voice asked, So Elijah, now tell me, what are you doing here? Elijah said it again. I've been working my heart out for God, the God of the angel armies, because the people of Israel have abandoned your covenant, destroyed your places of worship, murdered your prophets. I'm the only one left, and they're trying to kill me. And from John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and through the world was made through him. The world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children not born of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. This is the word of God. Thanks be to the Lord. Let us pray. Help me to speak your word with faithfulness, clarity, authority, passion, wisdom, humility, and liberty. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Revelations 3.6 says, Are your ears awake? Listen. Listen to the wind words. The spirit blowing through the churches. Now the Bible, throughout the entire First Testament, God speaks in over 2,000 different places. He speaks to Adam, Eve, Noah, Abraham, Moses, Job, Joshua, Samuel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, David, Ezekiel, and many others over 200 times. He speaks to us loudly. He whispers quietly in the wind. His voice bellows. It, it sounds awake. 
Yet we sit here today trying to hear that word of God and yet we don't hear it. And we're asked constantly through revelation, are your ears awake? Listen to the wind, to the words, the spirit blowing through the churches. Yet we don't listen. God spoke to Adam and Eve multiple times, came down, had conversations, walked with them, lived with them for a bit. Gave them direction, instruction, praise, helped them to grow. And eventually, when they broke his word, sent them off to live in the world. They spoke with God. Noah, among the midst of sin and shame and a world falling upon itself, spoke to God. Listened to the world's words, built an ark at God's command, saves the animals, saves humanity in an aspect from God's anger. God spoke to him. Now, are your ears awake? Are you listening to the words? God spoke with Abraham, in fact, told him to sacrifice his son. And in the end, sent a lamb down as his voice to save his son. God spoke to Abraham. Are we listening? Are our ears awake? When Moses came upon a burning bush, he fell to his knees and heard God's voice loudly within his head, so loud that he had to bend over and shield his eyes and cower. His voice was that strong. Job argued and fight, fought with God, even wrestled with him upon the ground. Joshua had conversations. David sang to and with the Lord. Jeremiah, he was known when he was in the womb. God spoke to all these people. And we're just talking about the Old Testament. In the New Testament, Jesus comes down. He becomes the word. He is the word born. He is the flesh. The word becomes flesh and he makes his dwelling among us. He speaks with others. He pulls together people. He speaks to the 5,000. He feeds them. He gives us the Sermon on the Mount. God speaks throughout this tiny book for the thousands of years it covers. Yet we have to constantly ask ourselves, are our ears awake? Are we listening to the wind? See, God speaks to us all the time, and yet we find ourselves unable to hear. God speaks to us through the scripture, but yet we, instead of looking at scripture, yes, we call scripture inerrant, which technically means it's without error, but we're not talking about the words in the Bible. We're talking about the message, the words that God is speaking through us. All scripture is God-breathed. It's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness. This is what is said within the Bible in 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17. God speaks to us, but do we actually listen? God speaks to the teachers whose source comes from the Bible. We all have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. 
If it's encouragement, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generally. If it's to lead, then do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. God speaks to us through these people, according to Romans 12, 6 to 8. But are our ears open? Are we listening? God speak to us, speaks to us when we deal with our di difficulties. In Psalms, David tells us that before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I obey your word. You are good. What you do is good. And what you teach me, your decrees. God speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. John tells us that the Holy Spirit is but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything that Jesus has said to them, that God has said to them. God speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. God speaks through all of us, through the creation, through the heavens, through the skies, through the through the birds, through the trees, through the winds, through each other. But our, are our ears awake? Are we really listening to the wind? And here's the problem as we think about this. What is blocking us from listening to that wind? What keeps us from giving us the chance to hear what God is saying? And Hardestry, I'll bring you up right after the sermon for your song. You see, God speaks to us, and yet we as, as people have found ways to reduce his, his voice. We carry with us a device that we hold into our, in our hands every day, all day. And we stare at it, and we look at it. And we play on it and we talk to our friends on it and we have political arguments on it and we do work on it and we decide what we're going to eat for dinner on it and we might buy gas with it. We might order a Slurpee with it. You never know. But that little device, does it get in the way of God's voice? And TV and television and music, are we letting all of that drown out God's voice? And the sounds of cars and the sounds of Machinery and the the sounds of are the sounds of the word world blocking out our ability to hear God. Are we as humans creating a din so loud that it no longer allows us to hear that voice of God? Or are we afraid? that when we do hear the voice of God, it can't be him. You see, God loves to talk to us. He loves to bring us into, into the inner sanctum. He wants us to have a relationship with him. And in order to do that, we have to speak and listen. And we've talked about praying to God and telling God all of our problems. And I'll tell you now and I'll tell you every time. That is what you should do. You have to tell God what's going on, the good and the bad. But then you have to take a moment and listen to God. Put your phones down. Turn the TVs off. Find a place where you can sit within nature and just hear nature. No more air conditioners. No more cars. No more airplanes. No more trucks. No more sounds of 
of automation. No more sounds of humans. And let the voice of God surround you and the beauty of God surround you and find a way to not only speak, but to listen. Because this relationship we have with God is not a one-way relationship. It's two ways. He is willing to be our yoke and carry our load. But he does want to have a conversation with us so we can have a true relationship with him. So I ask you, and it's not easy. Find a way to awaken your ears. To listen to the words within the wind. And to hear the spirit that blows through churches. And I don't mean the buildings that you walk through. But groups like us, where we meet as the church. Listen to our voices. Listen to our love. Let your ears awaken to what I think we've been missing for years. Amen. So today we have a special treat. Normally at this point in the service, I play some music so we all have a chance to create our prayer requests and ask for things that we as a group, you would like us to pray for. And we're still going to do that. You can either utilize the little blue bubble on the bottom or you can send me a private message. Either works. If you send me a private message, I'll keep what you're asking to pray for private. If you put it in the little blue bubble, everyone around will hear it. We'll be able to read it. And while you are thinking about your prayer request, Hardestry is going to sing us a song. So Hardestry, the floor is yours. Hey, thank you. This song is called You're Beautiful by Phil Wickham. I see your face in every sunrise The colors of the morning are inside your eyes The world awakens in the light of the day I look up to the sky and say You're beautiful uh, I see your power in the moonlit night Where planets are in motion and galaxies bright We are amazed in the light of the stars It's all proclaiming who you are You're beautiful I see you there hanging on a tree You bled and then you died and then you rose again for me And now you're hit, sitting on your heavenly throne Soon we will be coming home You're beautiful 
You're beautiful, yes you are. We're singing loud, eternity short. What death is just a memory, tears on a We'll enter in, wedding bells ring. Your bridal comes together and sing. You're beautiful. Oh, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. I see your face, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. I see your face, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Thank you, Heartistry. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for just the opportunity to be here together. We thank you for the the gift that Heartistry has shared with us. We thank you for Pete, for Soli, for Val, for Ann, for Zach, for Cam. We ask you to look over our loved ones help heal my wife who's fighting COVID and all our friends out there who are dealing with sickness. Please offer them help in healing and comfort and love. We ask for peace instead of war. We ask for love instead of hate. We ask for an opportunity just to spend time bathed in your love, enjoying the moment as opposed to not. Thank you. Amen. Now, as we come to the end of church, and it's always my favorite Amen. part. It's the part where I ask y'all for money, but I'm not going to because, you know, I, I always tell the joke, hey, I'm going to ask for tithing. No, I'm not. And I need to find a new joke. I know it's getting old. I've done it like 20 times now. But we are all members of communities, and I want us to remember that as members of communities, Tithing is not giving money to the church. Tithing is supporting your communities, helping them become better places. So I ask each of you to take time over the next week to donate either your time, your treasure, your talent, or some combination thereof to help the communities you live in, you work in, and you, and you, and you spend your time with, be it in real life or in Web3. Really find something you can do that just supports the whole. Whether it's something as simple as mowing a lawn for a neighbor, fostering a pet, donating to your local homeless shelter, feeding people, taking an elderly person to the grocery store and helping them out, 
or spending time online with people that just need you. Because that truly is what tithing is. It's truly giving back to your community. And as we've hit the bottom of the hour, and as I promise you every week, we'll be out of here by 7.30. This is not going to be any different. I ask us to pray. God, we thank you for meeting us here tonight and for delivering your word. May each soul in this place and all that listen to this after be touched through the songs and the preaching. May each take to heart the word that came forth. We pray that those seeking an answer received it. And those who need a special touch are granted that touch. We spend our time trying to listen to you and for you. So bless each of us and keep us safe until we're able to gather again together. Now I say to you all, go out into the world with confidence. Trust that Christ is always walking with you. And go be a beacon of light in this dark, dark world. Amen. Thank you and have a great week and I will see you all through the week and we will meet again next week at 7.30, same bat time, same bat channel. And I forgot to cue up the next song, so we're going to leave it at this. You all have a great night. Goodbye.